Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. faces a choice this is battleground america here's tara servatius what's the most basic definition of mental illness being unable to accept reality or to deal with it right i mean that's mental illness at its most basic it's also what you need though For happiness, you have to be able to accept reality, that which you can change and that which you cannot, and be happy in it. And to be happy in it, you got to deal with it. Which brings us to this fascinating thing the left is doing right now. They've gone nuts in recent months trying to explain this massive trove of data showing that conservatives are considerably happier than liberals. First, the New York Times took a whack at it back in October in an article called Conservatives Are Happier Than Liberals, period. Discuss. Now, two groups of liberal scientists have just published their findings. And you know what? They came up with the same thing. Wait do you hear why it is. This explains, folks, why to us, they seem so deranged and totally mental. But I'm getting ahead of myself. The first paper was written by two New York University professors called Why Are Conservatives Happier Than Liberals? They took a look at samples of thousands of people from the United States and nine other countries. And what did they find? Conservatives are considerably happier than liberals. This was true even when they accounted for demographic differences, everything from race to socioeconomics. Why were conservatives happier than liberals? This is fascinating, considering the two Professors who did this, the two scientists, are actually liberals. Bottom line, conservatives can deal better with reality than liberals can. Specifically, conservatives can rationalize inequality, can live with the idea that someone else, somewhere else, will be better than you, faster than you, better looking than you, will have more money than you, will have a car you don't have, a job promotion you want, something you don't have. And they can deal with it. Liberals struggle with this. They want, no, need an outside force to come along in order to make them feel better and knock down those who got ahead. Those they feel are responsible for the inequality, the inequality in life they can't deal with psychologically. This is fascinating stuff. Here's what they call it. 
There's some academic jargon in here, but I'll translate. They say what this phenomenon is consistent with what they call system justification theory. What does that mean? Viewing the status quo along with its attendant degree of inequality as fair and legitimate. And that serves what they call a palliative function. What does that mean? Once you accept that life just ain't damn fair and there's nothing you can do about it, but you're pretty lucky to be where you are and to have what you have, you can be happy. There's no other way to do it. And the left just can't. The second study was called Conservatives Are Happier Than Liberals. But why? It was written by Barry Schenkler and John Chambers. They're from the University of Florida and Bonnie Lee of the University of Rochester. Like all the other liberals trying to figure out why conservatives are so much happier, they started with the same set of data, a really upsetting study by Pew Charitable Trust. You know Pew, right? That found the most mentally ill people in our society by far and to a staggering extent are white liberals. Listen to these numbers from Pew from back in April. 62, this is staggering, 62% of whites who classify themselves as very liberal or liberal have been told by a doctor they have a mental health condition. Just think about that for a minute. 62% of white liberals or very liberals have been told by a doctor they have a mental health condition. That's staggering because nobody else is doing more damage to society than white liberals. And it compares to just 26% of conservatives and 20% of moderates. In other words, white liberals are mental, very mental, or put another way, very unhappy with life. Since then, white liberals from the New York Times to academia have been trying to explain this. In this second paper by the University of Florida professors and the University of Rochester professor, they essentially conclude the same things. Conservatives score higher than liberals on personality and attitude measures that are traditionally associated with, get this, positive adjustment to reality and mental health, including personal agency. So that's, hey, I can, I've can, i got, you know, I'm going to get out there and get it done myself. I believe in myself. I know I can do it. I know if I work hard, I'm going to get a great outcome. Positive outlook, they say, transcendent moral beliefs and generalized belief in fairness. These, what they call constructs, account for why conservatives are happier than liberals and have declined less in happiness in recent decades. They write that conservatives are more satisfied with their lives in general and in specific domains, from marriage to their job to their residence. Get this, folks, regardless of their socioeconomic level. That's fascinating. So it's across the board. They report better mental health fewer mental and emotional problems and view social justice in ways they write that are consistent with binding moral foundations, such as emphasizing personal agency and equity. In other words, conservatives see the world and they see that it's not always fair and outcomes aren't always perfect. They're never going to be, but they're able to make themselves feel better about it because they believe they can do something about it by taking responsibility for it. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. By using their own agency to take responsibility for their place in it and do better than they do today. And if they fail at that, well, it's their own failing. It's not that the world's against them. It just is what it is. It helps you live with it, no matter where you end up. For human beings, dealing with the fact that they'll always be somebody better than you, richer than you, faster than you, smarter than you, has always been painful. There's really only two ways through it. You can just accept it, be grateful what for what you have, and maybe try harder, or you can seek to destroy that which is better than you. But you can't do that without destroying yourself and everything around you, the society you live in. But for some, that is preferable to the pain of self-discovery, of admitting you're flawed. It's better to subscribe to a political philosophy that's really more of a religion that says you never have to feel that again. We will destroy everyone and everything that's better than you because it must have been ill-gotten. Bottom line, there's only two ways through the pain. Do the hard work of accepting who you are, how you've done, and what your real effort looked like, or lashing out in anger and rage at the world for the rest of your life. This is what the Democrat Party promises to do on behalf of liberals. It is literally the embodiment of the breaking of the 10th commandment. Thou shalt not covet. God didn't want us to covet because it would tear us apart. It would leave us walking through our precious days on earth, which should be beautiful and filled with light and yes, some struggle. Filled instead with anger, resentment, and rage. That's what the 10th commandment's about. It basically says, yes, do not covet because you just need to let it go. Just let it go. It'll be okay. But the left can't let it go. Wokeism itself is one big, massive, ever-rolling catalog of what is unfair in life. The tiniest unfairnesses, the tiniest perceived inequalities, the cataloging of it endlessly, day in and day out, till the mind gets exhausted of all the inequality and almost can't cope with it. Which leads to this question. Are 62% of white liberals mentally ill because they're liberal? Or are they liberal because they're mentally ill? It's a staggering amount of mental illness and ultimately unhappiness. Perhaps it's a good thing some on the left are beginning to ask why. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.